Blog Talk Radio. It's the angry diva. 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 It's the ang
Elephant, the Angry Divas Radio Show. This has been another Bitch House Production. This has been another Bitch House Production. The Angry Divas Radio Show. In live weekday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on BlogTalkRadio.com. Check out our website, www.angrydivas.com. That's D-E-V-A. Get it right, This has been another Bitch House Production. The, the Angry Divas Radio Show. The Bella Boston. The Angry The Angry Divas. Angry Divas Radio Show. I'm your host with the most, the triple dot. God is also known as the Diva of Fire, because yes, she will burn your ass. Yes. Ooh, it feels good to cuss. I don't know about you, but having to put a leash on my tongue just kind of dries everything up with me. <laughs> I don't mind it, you know. I could do the chameleon thing right quick. Ooh, I prefer to just let me clear my throat. Out. We come to you live every weekday. That's Monday through Friday on blogtalkradio.com. And uh, we just, we get in here, we kick it straight, we let it be, and we enjoy ourselves. I got one more track. We'll be back in a flash. At the count of three, I want everybody in the place to be to make some noise if you're down with me. One, two, three. Hit me with the horn, Tony. Keep making noise. Keep making noise. Yeah. And some of y'all won't, but listen, let me clear my throat. Oh, have mercy, babe. Ha! I hope you don't mind. Let me clear my throat. Special dedication going out to everybody here in Bahama Bay in Philadelphia. Here we go now, check it out. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Get shot to the rhythm of the funky vibe So I can get busy just one more time To the beat and you don't quit It's that old school rap with that new school hit See the pipe and pick the pimp up But who rap the rap And I can still rip up the house Every goddamn time I get on the mic I go crazy Peace out the CeeLo stretch and just lazy I bet you never knew, but now you know I'm the undisputed king of this disco And I never let the mic man not tie me no more Cause DJ Cool rip up the whole damn throat Now I'ma rock around with the greatest of these And swing like a man on the fried chopies And if you don't like it, you grab on these And now I need some help for the right, so please Yeah! Ha! So look at here Check the flavor of the rhythm I wrote And while I get a chance here Let me clear my throat Oh! Have mercy, babe Ha! I hope you don't mind Let me clear my throat I need these monitors right here Music in the monitors And it's all a little something like this here uh, 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 uh
just freeze, what's that? When I say freeze, y'all stop on the dash. When I say freeze, you just freeze, what's that? When I say freeze, y'all stop on the dash. Freeze! Now, all the ladies in the place, if you got real hair, real fingernails, if you got a job, you going to school, and you don't need nobody to help you out of your business, make some noise! One, two, three, come on now. When I say freeze, you just freeze, one shot. When I say freeze, y'all stop on the gas. When I say freeze, you just freeze, one shot. When I say freeze, y'all stop on the gas. Freeze. Now, to all the brothers in the place that don't give a damn about what them ladies talking about, because you just trying to get your man, make some noise. Now, now. Now let me clear my throat. Oh! Happy birthday. Ha! I hope you don't mind. Let me clear my throat. Special dedication going out to all the ladies and all the brothers in here. Like a love y'all to get here. hours and you know the fact that I also would like to have a life <laughs> that's filled with the summer fun and tons of water we are going to actually make angry divas a shorter show more people are accessing it in the archives than they are in the live broadcast which is totally fine I get that um actually a lot more people are accessing the archives and thank you so much for listening to the archives damn y'all rock y'all rock Y'all rock, because y'all will go back in the archives and be like, oh, let me catch up. Angry D would have had something to say this week. Hold on a minute. (laughs) You know? So, yes, we will be, um, you know, keeping it shorter during the daytime here. You know, I'm going to try my best to stick to 45 minutes to an hour. No more. I swear. Okay? And then we will do the After Dark with Triple Dark. Don't forget, coming up Sunday, starting the 20th of July, we have Crone Jewels. Angry Divas, Crone Jewels, being hosted by Queen Ifama, our mama. <laughs> okay? So that's how we're going to do this thing. But, you know, to get into the topic of the show, um, it's actually been quite a tremendous day. It's a little humid outside. God help me. It's going to get like 90 degrees up here. Do y'all remember in February when I said that I was going to throw punch the first person to complain about the weather? Make me have to get myself. Ooh, let me stop. <laughs> about the fact that it was friggin' below 20 degrees, below 14 degrees, whenever it got to be that cold and snow every damn day. Oh, so I will not complain about the heat. What I will do, stay here in my moderately tempered home and domicile with my central air conditioning and enjoy the fruits of my labor. <laughs> Jesus. But to the to the topic of the show, you know, I actually just had a pretty decent experience. I don't usually call in to people's shows. Like, I'm not a call-in to the blog talk show kind of person. Usually the shows that I have called into, they're private shows, and they're by purchase only. Yes, there are such shows. Mm-hmm. Yep. You paid to get in. It's a private show, link-only, invitation-only kind of thing, you know, where we're actually going to build on something and do some real something together to manifest something greater, you know? 
Um, but I called into a show today. Damn, if I can remember the name of the show. One of my listeners, um, one of our followers, and, yes, you can follow us here on Blog Talk. You can subscribe. Make sure you hit us up, blogtalk.com backslash angry diesel. But anyway, one of our um, subscribers listened to the show, and it looked interesting, so I clicked on it. And, um, you know, I called in versus being on the computer because my freaking computer went kaput, uh, froze on me at the exact moment. And they were building on some pretty interesting stuff. And it was interesting to me to hear the elder black conservative perspective and to remember that perspective because, you know, I live up north here in liberal town, all right, and I have some very conservative views. I just do not term them as such. I term them as separatist. I also term them as, you know, sovereignty. This is how I view it, um, but it is, in essence, conservative, that women should have control over their own bodies, should not be begging the damn government nor their employer, please help me to be able to talk and enjoy my coffee. That's not how this should go. That's not how this should go. We, we shouldn't need them to make these things for us. It should be our own control that we do for ourselves, natural, cosmobiological birthing and birth control. And so it's interesting to hear it, the same things that you think and say yourself, said with different words, different ways of looking at it, and, you know, to realize that we actually do agree a lot more than we disagree. We just have different ways of articulating ourselves, but we're saying the same things. We're all doing the same things. We all believe in the same things, you know? Um, Now, they were conservative and didn't believe in handouts or welfare. I didn't get to actually pick because, you know, I decided since I'm in somebody else's house, let me act like I got some fucking decorum, you know? <laughs> Up here in my house, I do what the fuck I please. But, you know, in somebody else's house, I'm not going to strut in and throw my feet up on the coffee table, you know? But I wanted to ask them how they felt about corporate welfare. Did they feel welfare is bad across the board, or did they think that these corporate subsidies and shit was okay? Because, you know, I'm not pro-welfare either. What I see happening with all of these programs and initiatives is that people have gotten lazier and lazier and more entitled. It's the same reason that you have people begging for birth control and people begging for the right to say no. They're all fucking entitled and useless. Hobby Lobby up until Obamacare, which is really Romney care, but you wouldn't know that because you're not from Massachusetts. It's Republican. Obamacare is a Republican creation. Piloted that shit here in Massachusetts and made it illegal for you to not have insurance to the tax tune of $1,000 per person if you don't sign up for some form of insurance. They made all these options and said, well, there's no excuse. You should either be able to pay for a cheaper form or you can sign up with, you know, MassCare or whatever, MassHealth. Look it up. Romney. Mitt. Romney, Republican, okay? Back to Hobby Lobby. Hobby Lobby was providing IUDs and Plan B up until Romney Care, under the guise of Obama, said you must. As soon as it was a you must do this as a part of preventative care, then they had an issue. And this is something that I'm grateful for, um, you know, the host of that show pointing out, saying that 
people get emotional when the truth about their people or their guy comes out. If it's the truth about your candidate, it's the truth. Who gives a fuck, right? And I agree with that. Now, the truth of the matter is we're all playing these partisan lines, and guess what? These motherfuckers are laughing all the way to the bank. While we're down here in the lower levels arguing over ideology, they're laughing the way to the bank and plotting our next future because we are reactive. We are not preemptive. We have no concept of a preemptive action strike plan. We're reactive, and we will enact some shit, but we don't preempt. Part of that inability to preempt is not paying attention to the culture, being very set and stuck in your way of seeing things and not noticing the changes and what's going on around you and not pulling to the past to see what's already happened, but thinking linearly. Kind of fit in with what I wanted to talk about today, which is the Great War. And the Great War is your consciousness. This is a war over who is going to control, manipulate, and utilize your consciousness because of the great swath of energy that comes along with your consciousness in the person of you. Now, I saw this video from Tyrese, God help me, I know. I called Valkyrie this morning and said, remember how we did all your children being raised among wolves because of Tyrese? Well, I got another Tyrese for you. Look at this shit here, you know? (laughs) Tyrese, in his video, he said he's not trying to say he's a separatist. He's not trying to preach separatism. He's not trying to say, you know, go away by yourself and never talk to anybody. But he did say that just because people invite you doesn't mean that they really want you there. It doesn't mean anything good for you. It could mean that they have some ulterior motive. Not everybody just does things to be good. Not everyone's genuine. And I'm going to say I do preach separatism. I'm a very radical black woman. I preach the separation of those of us who are not the wheat from the chaff, basically. Separate the wheat from the chaff. Now, that's biblical. Everybody should be able to that. Separate the wheat from the chaff. I do preach a separation. There's a certain animal-ass element that I don't think some of us should have to be exposed to. Now, to the people who don't see there is a problem, y'all go ahead and chill with that shit. You got it. It's you all day, boo. Nobody's going to get in the way. You got that. Woo! It's your party. But I don't endorse that for myself in my life. And a lot of people have a problem when you have a boundary. I talked about this a little bit yesterday. People really got a problem with your boundaries. They do. We expect everybody to be supportive of our lifestyle. You know, that's one of the reasons I'm anti-welfare. It gives an entitlement. Well, you know, if the father don't support me, I'll just go down and here's 10-10 mass ass. Somebody said something to me. Oh, when I quit my job and started um, my company, my first business, um, Oh, you need to go down to 1010 Mass Ave. And I said, what the hell is that? You don't know what 1010 Mass Ave is? Me. No. Oh, girl, that's where you, you know, that's transitional assistance. I said, and why the hell would I know where it is? (laughs) (laughs) Moreover, (laughs) over, why the hell would I go there? For what? Oh, well, you know, you're not working, so you can, like, get unemployment. You get food stamps. You get this. You get that. I buy shrimp, and I buy lobster, and I buy this and that and the other thing with my food stamps. You get all this stuff. And I'm listening to this like, wow, 
I was completely flabbergasted. My mind never went there, you know? Part of that is my parents. Now, don't get me wrong. I remember them little colored pieces of paper and the government cheese and shit. Remember that? Okay? Don't get me wrong. That government cheese made some of the best macaroni you ever did eat. Ooh, baby. And my family, I ain't going to give you the recipe. You niggas ain't worthy. Mm-mm, no. <laughs> I'm not going to do it, not even for the vine. But, yes, I remember that. But I also remember my mother being ashamed. My mother was ashamed. She was not proud that she had to feed her children with a government cheese roll and with the colored paper money, the Monopoly money. She wasn't proud that the way that we ate at school was the little yellow slips. She was not proud of that. She did it because she had to. And as soon as she was through with school, she went and put herself through school, and she rushed and went to work. And she did everything she could to provide for us. It wasn't perfect. Don't get me wrong by any stretch of the imagination, but that woman worked her fucking ass off. She worked her ass off. Yes, she did. Hey, peace to the guests in the chat room here, and peace to everybody on the call line, everybody in the chat room. You know, we cuss around this bitch. (laughs) Anyway, flashbacks earlier. Yeah, she worked her ass off to provide for us and to make sure she kept a roof over our head. You know, she had assistance, and she used it transitionally. It was a transitional thing for her. Her ever-present goal, the one thing she really wanted to do, is own a piece of land. And I identify with that so strongly. I don't, I won't begrudge nobody wanting to own a piece of land. Especially, you know, like my, my mother, her mother and father owned the home. But after all that rioting and crazy shit was bussing, black people ripping up their own damn communities, their house was destroyed. It's an empty lot owned by the state right now. Yeah. Yeah, so I understand that burning desire in her. I don't begrudge anybody wanting to do something like that for themselves, for their children, for their grandchildren, thinking about their future. We should be thinking about our future. I just think that we should think about our future before we open our damn legs and make babies. That's all I'm saying. Think about your future before you need to think about your future. (laughs) Think about your future before you need to. (laughs) We got a comment from Stardancer Supreme in the chat room. That's why I am going into real estate. I want to own my own land in my own spot. And you know what? I tell you, that's the best thing you could do. I wouldn't put myself through real estate school. It was a great experience. I hated the test. Test could eat a dick, honest to God. (laughs) But, (laughs) no, because it's some old extra stuff up here in Massachusetts. You know, you got some lands up here with septic tanks, and some places got those ancient oil burners, wood stoves. You, you never know. You got to know all this stuff. <laughs> you got to know all this extra stuff. But I'm like, is this really prevalent? <laughs> is this really that prevalent <laughs> that we must know it? But, yes, I, I would encourage that. Go get your real estate license. You know, um, spend a couple of uh, days. You can get you a part-time job. That's what I did. That's how I went through the whole thing. Part-time job at a premier real estate agency. Um, they take care of part of your school costs. I mean, it's a really great thing. It's a great, great thing. I encourage, especially black folks, get some land. I know, boo-hoo, it was ours, and now we got to buy it back. Oh, well, get land. 
You know, when I was a young one, I remember, oh, my God, what year was it? Damn, hold on. I got to remember how old I was. I was probably 10 or 11, 29 now. We're talking about 93, right? Okay, about 1993-ish, there was another mortgage scandal, 93-94-ish. Yeah, I know it wasn't that long ago. So. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I know it wasn't that long ago, but you know when you're young, your memories and stuff, you know? So many things that happen, it's hard to keep it up. It's not like, oh, it was so long ago. When was this? <laughs> you know what? I'm not going to take y'all little age jokes. <laughs> jokes, all right? I really did have to remember how old I was because I couldn't remember the year first. You know, whatever. Leave my dyslexic mind alone. Now, <laughs> back to what I was saying before I was made fun of by the old committee. Yep, see? Two could play that. <laughs> anyway, uh, there was another such mortgage scandal thing going on, and um, I remember a lot of people either having to lose their, sell their homes or they lost their homes, and it was this whole thing. It was right around when they were also closing down all the city banks. We had all these community banks, Bank of Boston. Um, we had Fleet here as well, and then Fleet went national, then Fleet went to whatever the hell it is now. Um, and we had a whole bunch of different little community banks, you know, the Bank of Brookline, the Bank of Dorchester, the Bank of Boston, the Bank of such and such and such and such, such. And as all of this was happening, I just remember looking at my mother and saying, Mommy, don't buy the house. Buy the land. Build the house. 11 years old, buy the land, build the house. And she said, buy the land? That don't make no kind of sense. She said, buy the land. And I, I asked her, I said, don't we already have some? And she said, no, we lost it. They had to, take, had to knock the house over, and um, the city took the land. And I just remember always holding on to that. So I went and looked it up. And, yo, for like $1,300, that's my land. You better watch, baby, please. What? What? Watch me. I got it, okay? People are crazy. You have no idea how much land my family has thrown away because the elder folks worked and slaved their butts off, and the young dummies, the crack age people, you know, everybody who came through the crack years, people who were like 50 and 60 right now, those rat bastards, you know, late 40s through early 60s, those people squandered it, ruined everything, you know? For like $300, $300 tax bill. You done lost your family house that your grandmammy put together, man. Your grandfather built this bitch. This is what black people do. Siblings start to warring and fighting, and, well, if I can't have a house, I'm not paying a bill. They can come take it then. Screw it. Now we done lost everything. Now, you know, they talk crap about my generation, but I tell you what, Jack. You people screwed everything up. And you left us nothing, so you don't get to say shit about what we do right now. I don't want to hear it. This is exactly why we are the angry diva around him, okay? They screwed up everything. See, all of y'all in the chat room in agreement. We got a yup and a yup. That's my dad's family in South Carolina. Yeah, start dancing. Picture this shit. Listen to this. Listen to this stupidity. All right? My father's mother's family was matriarchal. They had a matriarchal way. My grandfather married into that matriarchal way, coming from one himself, but he was a dumbass patriarch. 
Yes, he was, and I don't give a fuck. May he rest in shit. Now, this red bastard wanted to reign supreme over his fucking family in a matriarchal order. It wasn't going down. Because all the women, the clan mothers ran every damn thing. So this rat runs off for a period of three years. Granny takes another husband. He comes back and decides he wants to have his wife and his family. Moves everybody up north here to Boston so he can have supremacy. We lost everything just so that he could rule over his damn family. And destroyed the whole fucking family. I know what I'm talking about. I've lived it. So, yes. We had, uh, we were in South Carolina, the Florida Everglades, Georgia. Uh, you know, they kind of moved around a couple of different places because of the family land. Because of the family land. The family moved from the Carolinas into Georgia, one group, and into the Florida Everglades, another group. Seminole lands and stuff, you know? Yeah, these dumbasses up north here. It's like everybody moved up north and forgot their good sense. And, you know, that's something we were talking about on that other show. <laughs> they were helping me to see, yes, this place is very mystical, New England. Boston in particular, y'all. Uh, what was that movie I was watching? It's called, I think it's like Detective R.I.P. or something like that. I'm going to have to look it up, and I'll check it out later. For Check for it on the Angry Divas fan page on Facebook, all right? It'll be on the fan page later. But anyway, they filmed this movie, and it's, God help me, Kevin Bacon. I hate his face. I really do. <laughs> I hate his face. It's Kevin Bacon and Ryan Reynolds and some other people who I don't remember. But anyway, it's featured in Boston, Massachusetts. And as they're talking about this concept of these people who are dead, they look like they're living to everybody else, but everywhere they go, stuff is messed up and goes wrong. And they call them ghettos. And I was watching this movie, and I called Valkyrie. I paused the movie, and I called Valkyrie. I got her voicemail because she was working. I'm screaming in the phone, Valkyrie, do you remember that motherfucker we ran into in the comments that I told you that bitch is dead, don't speak to her? You got to watch this movie. <laughs> okay. There are some truly <laughs> galactic scientists call them surface dwellers. <laughs> These surface dweller rat bastards who look like they're alive, but they're really not. I ran into one on Saturday. I come back from Oak Bluff. I bump into this girl, right? She's, her dress is pulled up on one side. It's showing all her ass. I says, hey, honey, move your purse. It's pulling your dress up. She looked right through me. I said, oh, my God, she's not even here. Oh, what am I doing? Oh, how did I miss that? <laughs> you know, I didn't look at her face. <laughs> I didn't look at her face. I just saw the dress, and I was like, oh, shit, I would want somebody to tell me. <laughs> but, you know, you get ready to start to say something, and as you're speaking, you realize what's happening, but it's already coming out of your mouth, so it's like, you know, it's kind of like too late <laughs> to stop yourself. You're already in mid-go. That's what that was for me. So, anyway, yes, there are some real sick things that go on up here. It's a very different mystical, spiritual energy here. There are a lot of energy grids and vortexes here as well. Um, and there's a whole lot of ancient crap that happened here. And by crap, I mean real bad stuff. Uh, one of the harbor islands here in Boston was sunken. It was cursed by a pirate. Well, they hung him for being a pirate, and he said he wasn't one. And if they hung him, one of the harbor islands would sink. Well, I tell you what, one of them did sink. Now, here's the even more creepy thing. At low tide, the motherfucker takes the shape of a question mark, yo. <laughs> and now, in my teens, we did 
Island. I think it was Georgia's. Don't get me to lying. It might have been Georgia's Island. It might have been Lovell's. I can't remember. We did all of them. Yeah, there was a lot of human sacrifice in Galactic. You know, they talk about Salem, Massachusetts. Salem, Massachusetts ain't shit. The true Salem is now called Danforth. All right? It's not the real Salem. And the true Salem was the burning of the black priestesses. I know they got us thinking it was some white witches. Now, some of them did lose their lives, yes, but it was only women who owned land. When have white men ever let white women own land except this century? When? The only people who were burned were witches, women, who owned land along a certain line of demarcation. It was a power line. If you do any research, you'll see what I'm talking about. I ain't going to walk you through this whole shit. Do your own homework. But I'm telling you what I know. There's a gridded line with a power flow energy that goes from what was real Salem, not what they call Salem today, and it travels kind of diagonally across and through the state, through the southern part of the state and on west. And they burned women all down that line to remove that line of workers, priestess, healers, shaman, so on and so forth. So, yes, it was human sacrificing. And they also built churches along that line. Similarly, if you check out in um, Amish country, what is it, intercourse and all that whole blue ball, everything, all their little cities and towns and stuff, there was another set of ritualistic killings. And every financial district in the East Coast, it ends up being the bones of Africans are buried under there. Now, I went through this a little bit yesterday talking about black Boston, and I talked about how black folks used to live in downtown Boston proper, which is now uh, the state house, city hall, that whole thing. Every area around there, Beacon Street and Beacon Hill, that was all black-owned, black businesses. Um, If you go up in there, they've got some meeting houses, and they say the slaves met here. Slave my fucking ass. It was black free folks who owned land there. And I'm going to tell you, they were real short. Some of these doorways, listen, Triple Dark is going to host a Boston tour. We will set it up, and I will do a whole thing. You know, you have to pay your own way up here and shit, but I could, you know, help you with accommodations and whatnot and make sure that everything's kind of cheaply. And we will do a grand tour of Boston. I'll tell you all the shit to know. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Is this real? There's a whole lot of black history up here that we've never tapped because we keep hearing slave and slave and slave. There were some really tiny, powerful black motherfuckers up here. Now, they ended up migrating out of downtown Boston into what is present-day Roxbury, Mattapan, and Dorchester with the highest concentration of the most wealthy and successful black folks landing in the Roxbury Hills. And they still, to this day, their families, their remnant is still there to this day. But, yes, there's a whole lot of energy, a whole lot of grids. You know, being um, being oracle and working all these gifts, I end up dealing with some of these dead folks who don't know that they're dead. They just kind of want to know what happened to them. I had this one ghost follow me. This is a story. I cannot believe I'm going to tell you this. I had this one ghost follow me. His name was Michael. He just wanted to know what happened to him. But he freaked me the fuck out because I was just starting to get familiar with this whole thing. And so I just kind of banished him from being able to come up my steps because oh, you can't, you can be on my street, but you cannot come nowhere near my house because I don't know what to do with this. And so, you know, I went into prayer about it, and I was like, he just wants to know what happened. So when I told him what happened, he went his way. You know, I I offered a cigar. I told him what happened. Never saw him again. Never bothered bothered me again. Uh, It was another set of massacres. You know, you said ritualistic human 
Sacrifice Galactic Right. Whenever they need whenever they need to pass a certain bill or set of laws, they let a bunch of mad men and women loose to do fucked up, sick, heinous, sadistic shit to people in the city that everybody be afraid and be like, oh, hide your kids, hide your wives, lock up the guns. It's no different what the hell happened in uh, Chicago, Chicago land this weekend. What was it, 68 people killed? 92 people injured? In four fucking days? They don't need stricter gun laws. They need to lock up forever every single renegade little Negro colored fuck. Yes. Lock them up. I do not think that people who are sick and depraved should be among the rest of us. I don't make excuses for this shit. If you black and you want to murder, you don't deserve to live with the rest of us. If you have no respect for where you live, no respect for your stuff, you're going to allow all kinds of crazy shit go on. 68 people killed, most of them children. We need to do something about that. I know I do. I don't want, I want to live in places where people like that are not allowed. Yep. I don't give a damn. I stay away from Blackistan. And contrary to popular belief, just because I said black is stand does not mean that I mean Negro black only. Y'all know nigga is universal to me. Mick niggas are also included. Okay? I'm going to live with it. I want to deal with it, you know? I got a neighbor now. Motherfucker's new to a neighborhood. You can tell. Smoke cigarettes like a choo-choo train. I've sat and watched as he finishes his cigarette, just flick it wherever. I like to walk barefoot, damn it. Can't walk barefoot when you live with animals. You don't know what the hell you're stepping on, you know? And the wind's going to blow them, so they're going to go all over the place. I sweep up more cigarette butts than I care to. So I put a bucket outside and said, here's where your cigarettes belong. Thank you so much. <laughs> have to train people. You do. You have to train people. <laughs> Otherwise, if you don't, they will run amok. We got a caller on the line. Actually, we got a couple of callers that I just kind of ran in. Seven seven five three three eight. Your mic is open. You're on with the Angry Divas. Did you want to weigh in? Peace, yeah. Did you want to say something? Ask a question? No? I'll mute your mic back, and, you know, you're still on listening with us. Yes, Galactic, that was very noble of me because I wanted to cuss his monkey ass the fuck out, but whatever. Four one four five seven eight. Your mic is open. You're on with the – is this Queenie Palmer? You know it is. I know it is. Hi. <laughs> what up, Mama? Hey, how y'all doing? Right in time. Here. We doing great. Yeah, I'm waiting for my inspection. Mm-hmm. I just said I tune in. I was sitting there. I said, oh, my God, the Angry Diva show is on. I could be listening to the Angry Diva show. Yep. And While you I'm tune in just in time. Queen, everybody in the chat room said, hey, Queen. Hey, Queen. Tell them I said Hello. All right, y'all, she sent her love right back. Queen, this is right up your alley, what I'm talking about, because you posted something similar today, did you not? Or was it yesterday? About talking about how people keep their living arrangements and don't know how to be neighborly. And don't know how to, you know, and and what we do with people who don't know how to live and be human with other people. And why do we all end up having to compromise, you know, the comfort of our home and where we live? Because other people don't know how to act. Exactly. I mean, it's so simple. It's not rocket science. You pick up behind yourself. You, 
you know, you take care of the area where you live in, the inside of your house right. and the outside of your house. You Like me and my neighbor were just talking, and, you know, she knows that I have very little traffic coming in and out of my house, but she has a big family, right? So she has, like, people coming over, and it's a little bit more noise than I'm accustomed to. So there's a slight irritation, but I have to understand that, you know, people have company. Goddamn, you know, you just can't. Everybody ain't like me. I just don't have a lot of people that come to my house. But for the most part, she's a good neighbor. But I had right. to post, I post things that I see so that people can see an example of what I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? Because there are little things that you do that affect the aesthetics of your environment. And if you just would attend to those small things, they don't escalate into big right. things. We live in ghettos because we create ghettos. You know, we create ghettos, not putting your trash in. You know, just, just right. real things that make a place a damn ghetto. I mean, it's it's not, like I said, it's not rocket science. It's just knowing the art of living amongst other people, living in a community. And a lot of people aren't accustomed or don't want to understand how you live with other people. You have to be cognizant of your yes. neighbors. And, you yes. know, you just don't blast your music, just like people in cars, right? They blast their music like everybody want to hear that shit. Everybody don't want to hear that shit. Right. Keep it in the confines of your damn car. I don't want to hear that shit. You know, but that's because they don't realize that step out of the boundaries of what I would consider civil. You know, and a lot of people don't understand what being civil is. They think that's just something white people do. You know what I'm yep, saying? They sure do. You know, they sure they do. Think that's and you white know what? Behavior. It, you know what I'm saying? It's so crazy. We've got 90 seconds before we're in overtime, everybody, to hear the last hour of the show. Make sure you call in 347 826 9930. Again, 347 826 9930. We've got 30, 90 seconds before we go into overtime. If that's your time with us for today, thank you so much for tuning in. You can always catch that last hour in the archive. Make sure you hit us up on theangrydivas.com or on Facebook, Angry Divas. All right? Check us out. 60 seconds, and it's official. We're in overtime. Call in 347-826-9930 to hear the last hour of the show um, because this all relates into what I'm talking about the war against your consciousness. Queen Ifama just said something so great. We make it a ghetto. You know, I was right. talking about my neighbor with his cigarette butts earlier. Now, yeah. trash day, trash day, when the trash cans are out, he'll pull even my trash cans back and my recycling back, which I think is great. But he also will sit his ass on my stuff and bitches scream about his baby mama and throw cigarette butts everywhere. So it's like they get some aspect of it. You know, that's a woman that lives there. I could pull her trash cans back. And I don't know if it's supposed to be like some, look, you know, see, I'm a decent guy. Meanwhile, you got all kinds of other shit going on with you or what. But people right. get it, but to a certain extent. Ten seconds and we're in overtime officially. Peace to you if that's your time with us today. 347-826-9930 and we're in. You we're know doing it. We're else? in overtime. You know something else that irritates me? You know how you see people spit on the sidewalk? That irritates oh me. Spit on the fucking grass if you got to spit. Don't spit on the fucking sidewalk. That's nasty. And and people gotta walk yeah. in. Don't do that. I mean, to me, that's just an irritant. I just, I just think it's a big old grass area over here, and you won't spit yeah. in the grass. You just sit on the damn sidewalk. My that's nasty. Freshly pedicured toes in my nice sandals do not need to be walking through your minefield of spit and Louis. Yeah, 
You know what's another nasty ass thing? And and men do this shit. And I, I swear to God, I want to say Oh, so don't say that hawking that shit out your nose. Oh, well, don't say that. I won't because that's what I was going to say. I know. <laughs> oh, God, that is me. Oh, oh, my God. That is so nasty. That is so nasty. I hate to I see that. And, I, you know, this is fucked up. You're just sitting in a restaurant, and you're having a meal, and someone walks past the window, and they don't turn their face away from the window. So now it's on the side of the window, and I want to chase you down and stab you with my fucking fork, you animal. Okay. That is so nasty. So, Take your nostril and blow your, uh, uh, your, uh, uh, the what is your uh, damn cranial. All your damn Okay, out of a fucking street. I'm like, get a okay. handkerchief, motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Well, look, Queen, and then here's, here's the worst one. You see somebody take you at a restaurant. This, oh, God help me. This shit is what will make me want to murder somebody. This is why I don't go out <laughs> much. I don't because I don't have a temperament for people. Because people don't have any coots at home training. You had a restaurant. Exactly. I did this shit this morning. I went and took myself to breakfast, you know? And I'm sitting there, and I'm having my hash and my eggs and my home fries and stuff, raising toast and kicking my feet and humming. Mm-hmm. Everything's so good. You know it's good when you humming, you know? And some nasty motherfucker pulls a handkerchief out their damn pocket and blows their nose. Puts it back oh, in pocket, right? in front of the restaurant? Yes! At the fucking table across from mine. So then, as if that wasn't bad enough, uh, a minute thirty seconds later, I know because I counted. <laughs> a minute and thirty seconds later, this motherfucker pulls the same handkerchief out, opens it to the same section, looks at it, and blows his nose again. You know, I just white people. Think. I just can't. That irritates the fuck out of me. I, I can't stand it. I think it's ignorant. You know, you blow. If you gotta blow your nose, you're in a restaurant. Get up and go to the goddamn bathroom. Go, go to the bathroom. Blowing your nose and you eating your right. food. And I think Thank that's you. man. You know, I mean, if I'm eating something okay. spicy, like say I go, I go to a, a, a Asian restaurant, right? I go to a Vietnamese restaurant. I'm gonna get me a nice bowl of pho, and I'm gonna make sure it's got all the good hot pepper relish and all that good stuff. I will keep a nice napkin that I dab because you know when you eat some hot spicy shit, it's gonna open your pores up. But I'm not going to sit there and hawk and, uh, people. Anyway, Please. yes, it's a war against your consciousness and how you carry yourself and treat yourself. Peace to you, Galactic. Your mic is open. Welcome. You're in with us today. How you feeling? Okay. Hey, peace, peace to you, Triple. How you doing, Queenie Farmer? How you doing, Galactic? I'm, I'm on mute because me and my neighbor, we outside, so I don't want to disturb you. But how you doing, Galactic? I'm good. I'm good. That's good. Go talk about the motherfuckers, Galactic. Talk about them. Especially <laughs> some nasty-ass men that hawk that shit out their nose. Not they old one nostril and go, <laughs> and all that shit just comes flying out their noses. Talk about they that, They call Galactic. it Farmer's Blow. That shit. Oh. They call it what? They call it Mama's what? Flow. Farmer's Blow. Mama's Flow? No. Farmer's Blow. Oh, Farmer's Blow. Yes. You know, I, I guess that's all right if you're on a damn farm. Right. Uh-uh. But when you're in a month civilized people, you don't do shit like that. I don't care where you are. You shouldn't do it. Don't give a damn. You better get you a leaf if you want a farm and blow your shit into a leaf, motherfucker. <laughs> Girl. Anyway, let me stop. <laughs> wow. Fortunately, fortunately, I don't see that shit too often. So it's, it's, when I first heard y'all talking about it, I was dying over here because I was just like, 
it's something that you can visualize, but I don't. Ugh. I yeah. <laughs> I got the permanent snake face on. If you could just imagine the look on my face right now. <laughs> oh. Man. Lip all curled up to my nose. You know. What I mean? <laughs> intrusive and I think you know like Queen was talking about folks in their music in their cars it's that individualism thing if it feels good to me it's good yeah right. great but what about your choices your life choices the impact that they have in the life of another I'm glad that you got your music on fuck you but could you also roll your goddamn windows up before you go past my house I might have been sleeping you know right I might I might have not been well the night before, and I'm just now getting to sleep. It might be some mama who baby wasn't well and finally just got a little doze, and now he you bomb, 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 coming down the street. You know, just ignorant. Thank yeah, and, and what's really interesting, the fact that you guys brought that up, is, um, you know, savagery is heavily marketed in our society. Just like when you had mentioned all those people who got shot in Chicago yeah. over a 48-hour period. So... In our society, we promote savagery now. It's, it's like the going thing. It's just to be <laughs> to You know, be I was listening. <laughs> Who's the worst savage? You know, who could be the best fucking savage? Right, I was right. listening to that show earlier, and somebody said, um, you know, we were the generation that came up with World War II, the Vietnam War, and all of this whole shit, and we were still the people who were the peacekeepers, you know? And I, I didn't say anything because, like I said, I was in somebody else's house. But as I'm listening to that, I'm like, yeah, and you pacifist motherfuckers are the reason the hell raisers are here now. Now, the children of the crack years, or the, the, actually, we are the children from the crack years, but you adults who could have been our parents at that time, um, but instead was caught up in the crack years and everybody was all free for self, whatever, that individualism is what gave birth to us and some of these millennial children as well. Now, I came through 15 years before we got to the millennium. Thank God. You know, I was, I'm so glad that I came through when I did. I really am. But our generation, my generation, we Plutonian and Scorpio motherfuckers, we are emotionally complex. We have a whole different set of stimuli that uh, causes different reactions in us than anybody else. And, you know, I know that we can look back and be like, well, my generation went through it and it wasn't that bad, but it's a whole different ball game. It's a different energy. It's nothing new under the sun, but there's a different energy attached to it now. There's a whole, I mean, as each portal opens up, each age, time, space, whatever, there's a new energy that comes through. Some of that good and some of that fucking crazy. And we are seeing it now. Now, a lot of this Chicagoland violence stuff, I'm going to tell you, they're letting it happen in Chicago just like they let it happen in Detroit, just like they let it happen in Cabrini Green because they seek to raise the ghettos. They want to push the blacks out, and I don't see a problem with it. I don't blame them. I just saw this meme today. I, I lost a friend today. Ooh, whoopee, you know. Ooh. But I saw this meme that said Michael Jordan just invested like $300 million in building prisons in Illinois, right, in Chicago. And I said, good. 
and he used the money from his goddamn sneakers. And I said, good. So you stupid bastards out here hustling for his $300 sneakers, and guess what? He's planning your fucking future. You're going to be in his prison, probably stitching his next pair of Jordans. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> okay, so that's evil. But oh well, I feel firmly in my soul that any group of people who will not govern themselves deserves to be enslaved. Man, woman, chick, a child. If you will not govern and control yourself, there's somebody out there that will. Don't get mad at me. Parliament said it first. Mind your wants because there's someone who wants your mind. That's the word. And any group of people who won't pay attention to their wants and mind them you're going to have someone who wants your mind, and they will have your mind, and they will be planning your future while you can't even think of what you're going to do today. So, you know, there's this whole cohort of laziness, entitlement, psychopathy in the negative, um, because I don't have a problem with psychopathy in the positive, and just lawlessness. And that's another thing that I pointed out. I'm not surprised by the lawlessness of the Midwest. Hello? Is that not everything they ever depicted to us with this cowboys and Indian shit? You know, the wild, wild west. I know y'all got mind of California, but that Midwest is a lot of that shit. So where a lot of that went down. That energy is still there. The energy remains. I think this galactic is why they uh, had the, the black hands that they hired to burn down all the black business districts. That's how you cleanse the place of the energy that's thriving. You burn it. Fire cleanses and purified. Yep. So when they burnt that shit up, that meant black folks would never be able to build there. It was cleansed up for the next wave of people to come through and build their enterprise. It happened also in uh, Brooklyn. They burnt a lot of the tenement buildings and the, the project structures. I remember reading about this whole thing in college. The history of what happened in New York City and also as I was reading it, listening to some of my family who landed in New York when they came over here, you know? Interestingly enough, yep, they always use fire to clean up after black folks to get rid of them, to get rid of the energy that was thriving and helping them to sustain. We don't pay attention to that. We don't pay attention to history enough. We talk about it, but we don't pay attention to the lessons. True, very true. I don't want to live on this planet anymore. Can we swing <laughs> down, sweet chariot, stop and let me fucking ride? Just get, come get me. Fuck everybody else. <laughs> come get me. <laughs> yeah, just just come get me. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> you know when you when you think about it, yes, you know, like it's like, man, fuck these people. Y'all are all crazy. You like being crazy. You want to be crazy. You want to blame the white man for every fucking thing. So, you know what? Just, could you just come get me? We're still on this partisan bullshit. We're still on this race shit. Even some of this gender shit. Man, you're not giving us our rights. You dumb fuck. You want the right to fuck him and do it as you please in his system. <laughs> I'm sorry. But I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Don't work like that. I can't, you know. <laughs> well, what are we supposed to do? 
We should have the right to give birth. <laughs> we shouldn't be judged for having babies outside of marriage in a system that says that you'll be judged for having babies outside of marriage. Black yeah. women can't do anything without being judged. You know, we don't want we want to be worshipped as God, but we don't want to live up to the standard of God. And we don't That's want to admit that ain't all gods created equal. There is a such thing as a demigod. And that's the hard part. Once once you recognize it, you know, like you said, living up to it. That's the hard part. And for well, those galactic, that, if you remember, when you live up to it, you're an elitist. Ah, you've yeah. got a, you've got a superiority complex because you think that you're better than. I don't think right. shit, motherfucker. I know who I am. <laughs> you think. That's why we have a problem, because you think some shit. But I know who I am. <laughs> you know what I mean? Does my haughtiness offend you? <laughs> I'll play this song, get myself together. We'll be back in a minute. Well, all right. Starcha. Citizens of the universe. Recording angels. We have returned to claim the pyramid. Partying on the mothership. I am the mothership connection. Get down in 3D. Light year group. Well, all right. Hear the noise. Ain't nobody but me boy. Get down. Hit it, fellas. In your hip and come on to the mothership. Boots, boots, doing the fun. Hustle on over here. myself together, you know, I was, I was like, um, 
And interestingly enough, that quick break, it gave me a moment to check in on my Facebook people who always leave me great comments and add little extra shit for the show. So this morning I went for breakfast, you know, since we're talking about people not knowing how to fucking act. I go to try to enjoy breakfast. Here's my status. Trying to enjoy my breakfast, but I really cannot stand children in restaurants. I'm opening the first child-free restaurant, and I will stand firm as I battle the entitled cattle who think that they and their little annoying rats have a right to annoy others. So my friend said, I'll come to it, but you have to stand firm. There will be lawsuits and screams of discrimination. People have tried and been shot down. I vaguely remember an airline who tried to have an adult-only flight just so that people wouldn't have to deal with screaming babies. All hell broke loose over that declaration, and it was quietly scrubbed. And I said, you know, I will stand through it. You know, I'm going to tell y'all, there's a place here, Hyannis, Massachusetts, all right? It's called the International Inn of Cuddles and Bubbles. It is everything it sounds like. I mean, jacuzzi, tubs in the room, fucking mirrors everywhere. Basically, it's booty getting time. Do you have any idea why they would allow people to bring their children? Now, I remember seeing this a couple of years ago because uh, there was some ad on Facebook, and they try to make them specific to your location and stuff, so they put some old ad for that. And it says, children stay free. And I remember commenting on my wall and saying, I mean, who the fuck is bringing their children to the international inn of cuddles and bubbles? What, are you going to be getting your freak on in the jacuzzi while your kids are watching Spongebob? Like, what? Who the hell does that? What is happening? <laughs> you know? I don't really understand the breeder mentality, but breeders really feel that their children have a right to be everywhere. It's the same reason that mothers of male children insist on bringing their little rat bastards into the female bathroom. Same reason. Then they'll tell you, what are we supposed to do? I don't know. Where's his father? Let him go to the men's bathroom. Well, he's not safe there. Well, our daughters aren't safe with him in here. Looking under the stalls and stuff because you don't want to teach a little miscreant how to mind his fucking business. You know, I've kicked in little boys' faces. You look under the stalls, I'm in there. I'm going to kick you in the face. You better stay out of here. Keep your little nosy ass fuck out of here. I think if somebody kicks at your face, you'll learn. Don't do that again. Versus, don't do that, honey. And motherfucker's like, hey, 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 you know. As soon as you look away, bitch, I'm going to be back under the stall. Nope, kick the stall. Hope it hits them in the head with the ricochet. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they learn the hard way. <laughs> There's something very wrong with people. You know, I think it would be a great idea. I think the only way we'd be able to do it is if we can convince the cows that it's in their interest. So if you tell the cows and the cattle that we're actually trying to look out for mothers and children, they'll go for it. But if you say that it's for child-free people or it's a child-free space, then they're going to intrude and say, children are a blessing, and this is anti-mother, and we have a right, and children are people too, and they'll scream so that they and their little brats have a right to do as they please. Feel free to wait if you want. (laughs) Feel free. I just, I would like, what, go ahead, I'm sorry, I didn't know you were going to No, go ahead. No, I was just gonna. I, I was just gonna say. Um, so you're gonna open a child-free restaurant? Yes. Okay. I, I'm gonna probably have to make it real risque so that it's like your children shouldn't be here anyway. You know what I'm saying? Be like wing dings and lap dances or some shit. Call it that. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Give neither wing dings nor lap dances, but it'll keep all the breeders the fuck out. <laughs> 
think that could work. I have a lot of pissed off men, but you know, if it's cute waitresses, they'll get over it. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yep. That's what I'm There saying. you go, right there. I'm saying, though, it's not like it matters. The international end of cuddles and bubbles, and these people want to bring their children. You know, my cousin actually went to war with me on that. This is why I took my family out for life. But you know what? You people are all stupid and emotional. I can't be bothered with you. I just landed here. We weren't meant to be together. My cousin went to bat with me. I'll bring my kids, and I wish somebody like you would say something. I'll fuck one of y'all up for me and mine. And I'm like, you stupid out your mind. You are stupid. You are stupid and out your mind. Like, I'm not even wasting my time and breath. I just blocked her and was like, y'all excuse me, and don't act like you don't got crazy fucked up people in your family. <laughs> you know, really, really, I'll fuck one of y'all up over me and mine. I'll bring my kids to the room and I'll wish somebody like you would say something. You dumb ass. This is what's wrong with you people. I don't know. I think something happens to women's brains after they've been studded out by a man. You know, I mean, I could understand. It's a traumatic fucking experience. All you want to do is have a nut. And sometimes you feel like a nut, sometimes you don't. The motherfucker decided to dump himself into you, and now you got a baby. That's traumatic as fuck. And I would imagine you go absolutely batshit crazy after that. Because that's the only thing that makes sense to me. That's the only deduction that I can come to that makes sense to me, that they are batshit fucking crazy, and that is why they act like this. Somebody got something else, I'm more than welcome to hear it. But um, as far as I've gotten in my deduction power is that these people are batshit crazy and entitled, and so they do shit that just doesn't make sense to normal people, (laughs) to non-bred people, which would be child-free women and men. (laughs) 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 You know, we don't understand that shit. That is some craziness. Yeah, but I, at the same time, you know, being being a parent, I think it's also too a re, the the child is just a reflection of the adult, you know, and and it's even worse when the child is with the adult and then you see that type of behavior, because that tells you a lot about the parent right there. True. But I'm saying, GS, I'm not even getting on, like, children acting unruly in restaurants. I'm talking about people bringing their children to places they got no goddamn business bringing their children. Yeah, so, I feel All right. I would you bring that. your child to the International Inn of Cuddles and Bubbles if you knew you was going there to get booty? No. That's all I'm saying. What the hell wrong with everybody else? <laughs> you know, it's supposed to be a romantic affair, and you got your child in the next room watching SpongeBob and shit? Like, what? Is that, is that how this goes? Right. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense to me, you know? So, me, yeah, I can be... get it when they act out in public, like the grocery store or something. But, you know, bringing right. them where they got right. no business being. I feel, mm. I feel what you're saying. Because when my son, when he was young, that was when I was a, you know, a regular weed smoker. And I never smoked mm-hmm. weed in front of, I never smoked weed in front of my son, though, ever. Mm-hmm. So I, I can relate to what you're saying. It's just certain things you just you don't expose your children to. Hell, some of these people I'm talking about smoke weed, cigarettes, and drink while pregnant with their children. So, you know, that just goes to show you the caliber of mind difference we're talking about. You know? How about, right. you know, I'll go, out, I'll go outside to smoke, right? I'll set my hookah up. My neighbor's kids want to run over. And I'll say, hey, can you come get your child? Because I'm smoking and I'm not going to want to smoke in front of them. Oh, it's all right? No, the fuck it's not. See, you might be all right with it. 
But I am not going to be able to smoke and enjoy myself in front of children. And I should not go in my house just because your children won't be over here. Get your children, you know. But people have a whole different, I don't know, galactic. Like, this is why I say that the people who are breeding are not qualified to do so. And I long for the day when people have to pass competency tests. And if the government is moving in the direction I think it is, that might not be that far off. It's not. It's not. You got to, it's going to be Gattaca and Brave New World up in this bitch. You watch. Yeah, it is. It is. And it's always been headed in that direction. And basically what they're going to do is they're going to, you're going to have to pass a battery of tests, fill out a whole bunch of fucking paperwork, which is going to act as a deterrent. And then for those that slip up and end up having a child out of the loop of the paperwork, the child's going to be taken away. They do it already. You know. Yeah, they do. And but in certain countries, it's yeah, gonna they do. Be, yeah, but it's going to be more blatant as time goes on. It's just going to be the law, the way it is. The way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And, so and you know what? Right. As it was in the beginning, so too shall it be in the end. Because it used to be that only qualified wounds birthed. Didn't used to be that every bitch who's like a stray beast, a stray cow, a stray cat in the field <laughs> got stuffed by somebody and now use a mama because somebody put a dick in you. That's not how we used to do this. You know, then used to be every useless, worthless piece of shit could put his dick in a woman, and now he's a father. That's not how we used to do this. So, right. yeah, I long for it. I think since humans, by and large, are built and born to be slaves, that those who cannot govern themselves, and now listen, I'm 29. I've never been pregnant. It's not that fucking hard. Right. But, you know, those who want to be slaves, rule them. I have no problem with it. I don't think that these irresponsible fucks should have the ability to form families anyway. This is why we got these crazy-ass children out here in Chicago doing shit, man. This is why you have this stuff happening. Black men and boys abducting black girls and selling them into sexual trafficking and shit. This is why. Because you've got underqualified women and men breeding. Right, right. Call you just, me Margaret Sandra. I'm black Margaret Sandra in this bitch. Some people shouldn't be allowed to do it. You know what? The reason why Galactic is ruining the quality of person in our race. Now we've got all of this underbelly shit, like we were talking about yesterday. If you don't think and walk and talk and do this here kind of shit, you're not black enough. Even though I'm blacker than blacker than black, black enough, and I'm black and I'm black and I'm black enough, you know? If I talk, the way that I use my words, my diction, if I don't know how to say malafaka, <laughs> that I'm not black enough. If I'm well read, that I'm not black enough. If I have a certain set of views, that I'm not black enough. And it's just interesting that this underbelly, this underclass of a person, has been able to amass such a swath of humans, and they all think alike, act alike, and we're all the outlier. We're the outlier. Not only that, but we're self-hating black because we love the black race enough to say that this low caliber of person is not worthy. Right. And uh, you, you reminded me of something. When I was 27 years old, I was talking to this woman. So she asked me, you know, if I had any children. And I said, no, I don't. And I'll never forget this. She looked at me and she said, you're lucky. She said that. I was like, and I asked her, I said, lucky? I said, no, it's not luck. And it was just hard for me to comprehend how she could say something like that. Because I was yes, seven and I had no children and she's saying I'm lucky. Right. 
Do you know that black women don't even know that they ovulate? There are many black women. I know black uh, women in their 50s, women in their 50s right now. Who? What are you talking about ovulation? These women got five kids apiece who say these kinds of things to me. They don't know anything about their bodies. And you know why? It's the failure of the black mother. Black mothers are some of the single most incompetent sources of the ire in our community. Black mothers are not teaching their daughters anything. Black mothers love their sons and raise their daughters to be the help. They don't teach their daughters about their bodies, their sexuality. Nobody talks about it. Now, I know, yeah, there was a day when we didn't. You know what? No, fuck that. We're seeing what's happening. Black motherhood is not evolving. Black fatherhood is not evolving. And we're seeing all these problems in the community. But, yes, black women are not being told. Now we are. Now we know. And even still, there's some black women who don't know and have a taboo about their bodies. They won't touch themselves. They won't feel to see what position their cervix is sitting in. They've never known it. They don't even know where their cervix is. Because outside of their pussy being a fuckhole, they have no relationship to it. This is too many black women that this is true for. It's a disgusting element that completely oppresses and keeps the ignorance going in our community, and it keeps women divorced from their own divinity. Everything to do with your pussy outside of it being a fuck tool and a baby maker is too taboo. It's not cool. It's not okay to talk about it. Too far. TMI. They don't know. So, yes, it's luck that you don't have a baby. I used to hear shit like, there before the grace of God go you. No, there before I'm not fucking go me. (laughs) God ain't had shit to do with this. I did it. (laughs) You know? (laughs) This is some crazy shit. People really believe in this. It's so funny because then we're magical and occultic, but at least we know some shit. What the fuck do you know? You the more magical occultic one, truly, the mystic one. (laughs) You don't know anything. (laughs) You don't know your body. You don't even have carnal knowledge of yourself. You know? Shit. You don't know how you get pregnant. You just knew it happened. (laughs) What? (laughs) This is crazy. Women don't, black women especially don't know enough. And moreover, they're not interested in knowing. You try to tell somebody something, and if it didn't come from the perspective of Jesus the Christ, it don't matter. They're not hearing it. Oh, well, you shall continue on lost, and may they hurry up and make it that you fucks are, you can't have babies. It's illegal. You're not qualified. You're going to have race quotas and shit. Nope, we've got enough Negro black babies. We don't need you people having any more. Now, you, 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 and you of the Talented Tenth, if you should decide to breed, you're expedited. Your films and forms will all be expedited. And your process will be streamlined for you. But you know, 100 years, no birthing. Y'all lucky I'm not God. Y'all are so fucking lucky. Everybody on the planet is lucky. A triple dark is not God of the world. You lucky. I'm telling you. I put one whole hemisphere, it'll all be man land. And you would be barricaded in. And you wouldn't be able to leave and go to other parts of the world. Except that you filled out a form. And you were mentally evaluated that you would not be a threat to women in other parts of the world. And, um, you know, I have a place for the reprobate-minded broads, too. And nobody would birth unless I deemed you worthy. Thus <laughs> saith the Lord God, triple dark. Okay? <laughs> and, it's, you know, and, we, and, and the funny thing is we're sitting here laughing about it, but that's the direction we're going, man. I know. That's, that's what I'm saying. That's so, when, so that when it happens, everybody will remember this shit and be like, oh, my fucking God, we just weren't paying attention. Right. Oh, right. I am. Ain't gonna get me. <laughs> nope. 
Not doing it. Not even for the vines. No valuation of ourselves, of our services, of what we provide. You know, I talk about it all the time, how much it costs to have a baby. You have no idea. See, this is why I run my show the way I do, because I do not want these incompetent black broads who are all emotional and no knowledge and no intellect and no wisdom to come through here. Because if you say something too real, they have to make it about some more personal flim-flam shit because they just can't keep up or it applies to their direct stupid-ass choices in their life that they already feel some kind of way about, and who are you to make them pay attention to those feelings they're trying to ignore? Mm. But... (laughs) Of black women who, when you say things like, when I say things like, it costs about three hundred thousand dollar average in this nation, three to you know three fifty, to raise a child from infancy to age eighteen, and they're like, no, that's not true. My mother raised me, and she never had that amount. And I'm like, see, you stupid motherfucker. <laughs> yes, honey. I know your mother raised you, and she never had that amount of money. That's exactly the point that I'm making. Now, does your mother own her house? No. Does your mother have her own job, her own car? No. Does your mother have this? Does your mother have that? Okay, this is the reason why. She's still bailing herself out of the debt of having raised you. It's impacted everything in her life, how far she can go, and such the like. It's it's an all-encompassing tally, and when you don't have that fund up front, it takes out of other parts of your life. See, we don't know spiritual, supernatural loss, so we do all kinds of dumb shit, fly out the seat of your pants type shit, knee-jerk reactive type shit. We don't know that you must be compensated for what you do. And stupid women, women and children make up the majority of the poverty in the world. Yes, because stupid women are not charging to have babies. And so women are bearing the debt, the poverty. It's sticking with women. It's not going with men. It's not just the patriarchy. It's not just the pay gap. It's also that women are not honoring ourselves. We are not honoring the law of exchanges. We are not honoring the fact that you must be compensated and there must be restitution for what you've been made to go for. So they curse. And they shall continue on curse forever. You just keep your cursed ass away from me. <laughs> you be cursed and not blessed. I don't desire that for my life. I have higher I can, aspirations than being some man's baby mama. Mm-hmm. I can definitely see that, too. I got greater shit to do, man. I ain't got time to be running after no snotty-nosed child and breaking down in my body and losing my fucking mind because I'd let some man stud me. I don't got time for that shit. You know? God damn it. I barely keep up with my own shit. <laughs> I don't got time for that. No. And And for free? Oh, hell no. Women are crazy. I'm absolutely crazy. And then complain. Well, child support. Nobody's helping me. No, you should have thought about that before you did that shit. I always told everybody that. And I was always just, I've always been like this, G.S. This isn't new for me. This is just more vocal now. It's new to everybody else, but this has always been my way of thinking about this shit, which is why I never got caught up in the game like the other bitches. But I used to tell my little friends, that we should we should consider the value and the cost of having a baby before we have a baby with a man. And if he can't amass that capital to help you raise that baby, it don't make sense to to have a baby with him. Well, what about love and, you know, what about the fact that that child has a right to and, – and it's all this emotional stuff. And women, I'm going to be honest with you, it's not just women, but I'm talking about women right now. People just want to make excuses for why they do dumb shit that doesn't make any fucking sense. And the excuses don't even make sense to them. 
But they're going to, like we said yesterday, GS, they're going to say that dumb shit anyway and hope that maybe <laughs> you stupid enough to, you know? Like, right. Maybe, just maybe, <laughs> just maybe you're dumb enough that this will actually work. Right. And you know what, and you know what, Triple, what you were just talking about in terms of that, that feminine perspective in regards to, you know, we were talking about, you know, cosmic law and exchange and things like that. If, if more women had that attitude and actually manifested it in their lives, it would actually be to the benefit of all of us. I know. I know. Everybody wins in that situation. I see Every, that. And I the agree. men win. I mean, when I really think about it, it's like, okay, that would be a great situation. Men as well. And I just, I don't understand why we don't get that shit. I don't get it. You know why? It's it's no different. Yesterday, Doc Vaj comes in. And she asked, um, she said, who does your sound bites? I said, I do this shit, boo. This is the angry diva radio. <laughs> you know? And she said, I need you to do a couple of these for me. I said, well, you know, I charge, honey, but hit me up. We could do that. And she goes, you absolutely must charge. This is cosmic law. Black women are stupid and don't know that. They believe do unto others as you would help that they do. No, fuck that. Black women are so on that church and that Jesus and even the ones who – so-called came away from it, they still have this false sense of morality that governs their life that somebody else crafted for them. I was talking to somebody today, and I said, you know, I broke away from a sister. And then she went and had a whole bunch of tri- witches, lower witches, lower-level witches, try to attack me. So after I snapped all them bitches, Nick, I went after her and her son. And she was like, wait a minute. I said, children are not off limits. I never was. I was never off limits for any of the shit that anybody decided they wanted to do. So why the hell? Should that be the way that I carry my life? I was never fucking treated so luxuriously. No. When you fuck up, and this is why people get cursed, because you don't pay attention to that, it ends up impacting not only the mother but the children. So mothers do all kinds of dumbass shit, and the sins of the mother get bestowed upon the children. Yes, they do. Whether she's abusive or she lets fucked up people in her life who hurt her children or she does some shit to somebody and they curse her ass righteously, and that befalls to her children. Children are not off limits. See, people have these false ideas of spirituality, of protection, of spiritual warfare, of all the way that the world should be, and nobody's doing the work to protect themselves from what is going on. That's no longer me. You're not going to catch me sleeping. I see you coming, you motherfucker. Moreover, I got something for your ass. I'm waiting. I'm not even going to let you know I see you. I'm just going to move normally. And when you put your toenail over my line, I'm going to cut your fucking head off, kick your body, and let you know, this is Sparta, motherfucker. (laughs) You know? People do not live their lives like that. It's a fucking free-for-all out here. This is why I let people know your children are the next frontier. Your mind and your children Pay attention to your children. Black people are the least qualified parents on the planet. We don't have anything to offer to children. Why would you birth them? We have to put them in somebody else's health care, somebody else's educational, somebody else's sports, somebody else's faith, 
somebody else's every fucking thing. What do you have to offer your children? Why do you think you deserve a human life to be entrusted to to rear up with your ignorance and stupidity and your complete inferiority? You ain't nothing but a slave yourself on a new plantation. Why should we want to give birth to children in that? Why should we want to leave children in that? Why do you think that your poverty and your lactivism will not fall upon you? Still undoing my mother and father's poverty curse right now. <laughs> Stupid shit. Like, my hoopty-ass computer that's five years old, that we kept shit every until it broke. Fuck that. I'm, man, I got a new attitude. I'm getting me pedicures every week. I'm getting a new computer. I ain't even going to pay for it. Somebody's going to give it to me because that's how good I am. You know? And it's, it's life like that. We have this idea that everything has to be done this one way, and it can only be accomplished this one way. And we get a lot of this shit from our parents. Every time I wanted or needed something, I heard we don't got money for that. We don't got money for that. Now I tell myself that dumb shit, and that's not true. And then when I say it too many times, my money really do start fucking up. Because if, as the mind thinketh, so shall it be. And the power of life and death lie on your tongue. So if that's what comes out your mouth, that's what's going to make manifest in your life. Now I got money for everything because I can do all things through my Christ consciousness that strengthens me, and I know how to go ahead and speak those things as though they were. But we don't want to take those lessons. It's blasphemous. You can't tell nobody they God. As soon as you say we're all God, then it's, well, I know people who don't even think of themselves as God. Well, you know what? You and your slave mentality, go ahead and enjoy that. But as for me and my house, we will know who we are. And I just, I get so, this Taboo Tuesday, ooh, talk about getting fed up. I'm so glad I ran into them conservative black folks helped me remind myself of some shit, you know? Fuck these people. They're all crazy, and they enjoy crazy. They subscribe to all these programs. They believe in all this shit. They will not protect themselves. They don't want to know anything more than church and Jesus and, you know, and they don't know practical application, and they're not really trying to learn. They're trying to see what you know, see how they can fuck your shit up. You got to watch these people. Y'all watch them. It's a crazy-ass world we live in. That's why and all that getting, getting understanding is my constant refrain. And all of your getting, make sure you're getting and understanding. At least understand what you're up against. If you know what you're up against, you know how to protect yourself. In all things, from sex to money to spirit and everything. But people don't even know, galactic. Ignorance is not bliss. The source of all unwisdom and misery. Craziness. Just put a bad taste in my mouth. Damn. <laughs> Do something differently. Shit. <laughs> I hate this shit. I hate this shit and these people. Oh, that shit pisses me off. We should just love each other. We need unity. I look at what unites us, not what divides us. You know what? Fuck you. Just because you said unity, fuck you. <laughs> I'm tired of unity, motherfuckers. You people make me sick. Unite with what? Unite with the motherfuckers who are murderers and rapists. Unite with the stupid women who want to give up all their services for free and then be cursed and then talk about why we're cursed. <laughs> unite with what? You dumbasses who are all in lactivism when I'm not. The fuck I look like uniting with you and your cursedness. Get the fuck away from me. Uh-uh. This is what's wrong. You know, when I did my Keep Your Curse show, I was just listening to that this morning. And I said, 
we don't need sisterhood, but you weak, lower-level witches who can't manifest for yourself need it? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Not all goddesses are created equal, and not every woman's a goddess. That is the truth. That is the truth. It's an unfortunate truth, but it's the truth nonetheless. Is she about to cut us out? I never remember if she gives us a half hour or 45 minutes on the overtime. Uh, shit. Because nah, I did a half hour show. You did a half hour? Usually I mean, not half hour. I did a 45 minute show. Okay, overtime's an hour. Then we got another 15 minutes, it looks like, before she cuts us out. But yeah, that's the, I mean, that's the law of the land. We're not all created equal. Oh, galactic. Oh, we don't have time for this shit. We got, this always happens in the last 15 minutes. <laughs> this always happens. Anybody else notice that shit? I mean, really. Always happens in the last fucking 15 minutes. Oh. So, when you said that's the law of the land, it got me to thinking about that stupid-ass Declaration of Independence. All men are created equal. No, the fuck, they're not. Exactly. And that spell work is the reason that black people are fucked up. Black people really bought that shit hook, line, and sinker and used it as the rallying cry for their fucked up integration program that ruined everything we ever wanted to do and have for ourselves. I told you what the fuck happened to my family. The white man, ice is colder. We going up north. Lost all our fucking land. Now everybody's trying to scramble and get some shit back. You know, dumb. Nobody thought about their future. Everybody thought about right now, let me satisfy my needs. You know, this kind of crap. This spell right here is the reason that black people are fucked up. All men are created equal. This spell of equality, the myth of fucking equality, there it is in a nutshell. Yeah. There is no fair and equal. And I just, Galactic, how many more examples do we need as black people? Not I don't know. I stay woke, and I stay with niggas who stay woke. Thank you, brother. You know? Thank you, Queenie Fama. I stay with niggas who stay broke, stay woke. But I don't understand this broke mentality, this we don't know, this we didn't pay attention. When have black people ever been treated equally and fair? Why are we still chasing this fucking pipe dream? Yep. Equal under the law. Fuck the law. I'm better than you under the supernatural law, the cosmic order. So fuck the law, man's law, captain's law. Fuck that. We forgot who we are. We forgot our fucking divinity. This is why I talk about it so much. Everybody need to remember, we are goddamn divine. And if you are not divine, see, if it bothers you, that means your ass needs to wake up. And you're welcome. I fulfilled my end of the soul contract that me and you signed before we came to this salty-ass rock where I said at this date and this time, I will be right here ringing a bell with a red ribbon, and you will fucking hear the bell and come, all right? Hear ye, hear ye, all my niggas. Thank you for coming through. We did our work. But, it, you know, for everybody who was like, well, she don't know what she's talking about. Good. Please keep moving. Keep hey, your hey, soulless, purposeless ass. <laughs> triple, can I add a P.S. postscript? I am not responsible for any wrongdoings. Damn right. <laughs> nor liable, and I'm not responsible nor liable for your understanding or lack thereof. I'm only responsible for holding up my end of the bargain, which was I was going to ring the bell. At this date, in this time, in this location, and your ass was going to be passing through 
and remember that I said a red ribbon on the bell. <laughs> and we would make that soul connection, and that soul to soul contract would be fulfilled. And now, anything after that, that's not my problem. Nor my duty. <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I remember my it. purpose, though. I'm over here, Bell of Boston, ringing my bell. We need to remember we are divine. And for those of us who is divine, please, God, let us remember. Because, you know, we get, I had someone say to me last night, I would love to book an oracle session with you, but, like, what does that mean? Like, does that mean, like, you're clairvoyant? I said, hold on, pause. I said, I hate this because the frauds have ruined this for us. I said, but an oracle is the channel. The oracle is the channel. It's a channeler. It's all-encompassing. So for me to say to you, I'm clairvoyant and clairempathic and clairaudient and claircognizant and clairsend and all this, it means all of it. I can smell you. I can taste you. I can feel you. I can see you. I can hear your voice. I can see what's happened in your past, your present, your future. It's everything, baby. It's everything. And I hate to have to do this to you and inundate you with all these details, but I understand that we got a bunch of frauds out here using the title of Oracle to sound good. And they have no idea. And she says, oh, wow, thank you. I said, yeah, it's quite an experience. So, you know, that's why I record them, so you don't have to worry about trying to write and keep up, you know. But we ended up having that whole exchange, and she was like, yeah, I never really understood what it meant. And I'm like, and it's on purpose that you don't, and this is why they obfuscate things with movies. You got all these frauds out here. Any tarot card flipper is a fucking oracle, my ass, you know, and such the like, and such the like. You know, anybody who read a little bit about Pythagoras is now a mathematician. I just had to use that one in particular because that's my nigga. But, you know, people are, are brilliant in all of this stuff. They're experts at everything and fucking practically applied nothing. <laughs> it gets them nowhere. They're headed nowhere and they're getting there fast, you know. And all of this ignorance around uh, energies, titles, um, callings, giftings, all of this stuff, it ends up keeping us all in the deficit and it just, it slows things down. Ugh. They knew what they were doing when they did that Tower of Babel shit. When they subverted the truth and did everything, they knew what they were doing. This is going to be one hell of a fucking experiment to wake up from. If some of these people ever wake up from it. It'll it'll take something apocalyptic for that to happen. Yes, I firmly believe. Not believe, I know. We could leave this motherfucker for 30,000 years and come back and it would be the exact same how we left it, I promise. We'll come back in 30,000 years and motherfuckers will still be talking about Iran-Contra and Chicago murders and motherfucking racism <laughs> and goddamn whose pussy gets the right to do what pill. And, you know, it's fucking just ridiculous. Right. 30,000 years, we'll come back and it'll be these same stupid-ass fights, the Muslims and the Christians and the fucking Judas, all this whole shit. It'll still be like this. Yep. Yep. That's why I said, just just come get me. Come get me off this motherfucker. (laughs) I'm done. I want out. I'm bored. (laughs) You know, the Star Wars has assessed the planet Earth. And I find it fit for destruction, transmission over, commence deploying of the weapons of mass destruction for the planet Earth. There's not a soul on this motherfucker worthy of saving except mine. Fucking kill them all. Let's go. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Star Walker out. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, follow that cab. <laughs> yes. Okay. Scotty, beat me up. <laughs> I'm serious. Come get me. You know, my mother My mother said I used to go in the corner after my sisters would annoy me, and I would stand there and look up and say, Scotty, beat me up. <laughs> but she told me that. When I was an adult, I was like, I always been looking for somebody to get me off of this motherfucking rock. Anyway, we're going to get up out of here before she cuts us out. Y'all go ahead on and have a great day. We'll come back in here with After Dark, with Triple Dark. Um, I don't know what time I feel like kicking it off. I might do another show after this one. We'll fucking see. I'm feeling a little bit better now than I was when we got started. I'm going to play a really good song. We'll get on up out of here. Thanks to Galactic Scientist and to Queenie Farmer, our mama. Y'all make sure you tune in this motherfucker. Starting July 20th at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Crone Jewels, the Angry Divas Crone Jewels with Queen E. Fama. All right, y'all. We'll see you back on in here a little later. You know, I got to go get, like, something to sip and something to eat, and, you know, we'll come back in and do some more. Have a great one. <laughs>